Welcome to Fun with Procurement and Happy New Year. I'm your host, Emma Edwards, part of the marketing department at 2x2. Fun with Procurement is a place to listen for any procurement professionals and anyone who has an interest in procurement to get invaluable insight on the issues facing us today. I'm joined today by our self-confessed procurement geeks, Nathan Swinney, the head of category at 2x2. Happy New Year. Thanks, Nathan. And uh, joined again by Rob Kissek, founder and CEO of 2x2. Hi, Hi, everyone listening and watching. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So this episode's topic is New Year, New Procurement. What do you think about resolutions then? Did you stick to yours last year? Well, I I don't normally make New Year's resolutions, usually because then you get the guilt on about the 2nd of January when you completely fail to actually achieve them. But last year, uh, my New Year's resolution was to book a holiday and take a holiday in the summer. We're on the back of uh, 2020 and our holiday getting scuppered by COVID. We, we I was absolutely determined this year and, and we did. We managed to get away as a family, uh, managed to get away for 11 days to COS, which was lovely and a much needed break. Uh, so yeah, managed to get my New Year's resolution in. And actually, I think I'll maybe make that my New Year's resolution for next year as well, so I can get a holiday next year. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. What about you, Nathan? Thanks, Emma. I, I put my resolutions into lockdown uh, as a result of the pandemic. I was going to go on a diet, but I thought that would be cruel and heartless upon myself, having just had 2020 and with food being pretty much one of the few things I look forward to in life. So um, I, I thought I would forego my usual, I'm going to lose weight this year resolution knowing full well that as a result of the pandemic you know a bowl of ice cream was the only thing that was going to keep me going yeah definitely (laughs) so obviously we've seen a lot of changes within procurement this year what do you think the trends have emerged in this past year with procurement Wow. Hasn't it been a really interesting and difficult year for many? And uh, certainly, you know, 2020 was incredibly difficult. 2021, you know, we've seen some changes happening as a result of the vaccine program and things have been improving. But in the procurement world, it's been an incredibly difficult year. And in terms of the trends that have emerged um, and, and some of the issues that have emerged, you know, we all know about the uh, supply chain bottlenecks, you know, the, the price increases, the, the shortages, you know, the, the longer lead times for products and, you know, some of the global supply chain issues that, that have resulted in coming out of a COVID pandemic and, and coming out of 2020 and into 21. We're seeing the glimmer of, of the world opening up now in terms of business. And certainly, you know, we're seeing a lot of uh, supply chain issues. So I think certainly from a trend perspective, I know procurement people have been very busy dealing with supply chain issues and how to overcome those uh, working with suppliers and, and, and managing expectations. On the back of that, we've seen you know massive trends and issues around climate change, the uh, sustainability, social value. In November last year, there was the COP26 event that again put procurement into a perspective around uh, sourcing and and procuring raw materials from across the globe and the impact that can have on climate, the the transportation and delivery of goods across the globe and the impact that can have on the climate. So again, you know, certainly sustainable procurement was, was massively on the agenda. You know, that security of supply, that assurance, we've seen a, a huge sort of 
uptake in, in digital procurement solutions. The world moved to pretty much working from home over 2020 and 21. Obviously, it's been very sort of a touch us procurement supply chain as well, and and the impact of digital procurement solutions um, and the trends for for digitization of, of procurement around that, and the importance, the ever importance of, of relationships in uh, with suppliers and and in the supply chain is is crucially important. So, it's been a a huge year. Changes politically as well in the landscape and the impact that can have on procurement legislation. You know, we're, and we've seen interesting uh, things come out of of that as well. So, a lot has happened, Emma. It certainly has. Have you got anything to add to that, Rob? I think the, the areas that Nathan touched on there are key areas of change within procurement. I think digital is, is a big, big shift within procurement at the moment in terms of how do we use technology to be able to not only inform what we need to be buying uh, and when we need to be buying, but also how and from where we need to be buying and then, and then actually how much those product should cost digital i think will touch uh, and will and has touched over certainly over the last over, over 2021 has begun to touch on all aspects of, of procurement and supply chain management and i can see that just continuing as we go into the into the next um, 12 months and beyond i think cop 26 in november didn't necessarily deliver everything that we wanted it to deliver i think will be another milestone in taking uh, environmental aspects and environmental issues forward in terms of procurement and i see more and more consumer led kind of support for ensuring that procurement is done in a sustainable way that will take time to filter through to supply chains but i think there's a massive opportunity for organizations that really actively engage their procurement teams being at the forefront of their sustainable agenda enabling them to become market leaders i think there will be shifts within organizations going forward on the back of the changes that the organizations have made this year how they navigate to having environmental aspects and impact at the forefront of their business strategies and their organizational strategies um, so yeah those are the, uh, certainly the two things that, that i would say are critical supply chain bottlenecks i think we started to see that in 2020 21 we saw um, the Suez Canal blockage. We've seen the impact of COVID. We've seen a further impact from Brexit. Going forward, hopefully in, in 2022 now, we will see some of that being managed more effectively as, as we kind of get used to and adjust to the changes that those those in, uh, impacts have had. I think there's been some big shifts around, and there will have been some big shifts around, particularly in, in global companies, around how they manage their resources more effectively, both there the products, the goods and services they're buying, and also their people um, to make sure that they've got greater resilience within their supply chains uh, going forward. So I think that's definitely been something which has, has shifted again this year. So yeah, those are the three aspects that I, I would particularly pick out. Thank you both. And I, you both mentioned obviously COVID and um, climate change as some of the causes of the trends. Is there anything else that has um, caused the emerging trends in procurement in the last couple of years? What do you think, Nathan? Yeah, I, I think procurement is is ever evolving, and it's great to see as a procurement professional, um, procurement being at the centre stage, and um, undoubtedly, you know, the COVID and and the pandemic has has had an impact. But what it has done is it's exposed, you know, weaknesses in in that globalisation, that global 
sort of supply chain. And we're now seeing across the landscape, and this is filtering through to procurement, uh, you know, that sort of globalization versus nationalization sort of agenda. And it'll be interesting to see over the coming year uh, into 22, what what is, how does that impact, you know, as countries sort of are reeling from the pandemic and are wanting to recover and their economies are wanting to recover, everybody is competing and, and we're starting to see those nationalisation, national agendas uh, come through. And again, recovery of businesses uh, across the globe, you know, a number of businesses took a hit, you know, in 2020 and 21, and, and undoubtedly want to, to recover into this year. And, and uh, Rob mentioned the um, price pressure points at the, at the moment, and we, we saw that in late 21 with energy costs, you know, the energy market, uh, massive hit. You know, and and down to the wholesale prices there, and and I expect you know hopefully the energy market will settle in in uh, early this year and uh, certainly into spring, but certainly you know price rises, the inflation, the cost of living is all having an impact. You know, I think businesses and and procurement professionals have you know they're, they're continually having to review their strategies, review their category uh, strategies. They're having to continually liaise with suppliers, or you know, at least we hope they're continually uh, liaising with suppliers around managing all of these different spinning plates of risk. You know, in terms of we've got to try and manage price increases, we've got to try and manage supply chain blockages, we've got to try and deal with with sustainability and, and making sure that our supply chain is compatible with sustainability and. Rob's quite right. You know, the world, the average consumer out there is waking up and feeling, well, actually, you know, we, we're part of this supply chain. You know, we're actually the end cause. We want to influence the supply chain and therefore we're going to choose, you know, more sustainable products. And that, again, you know, your procurement professional has to manage that expectation and, and work with, you know, the, the production teams and work with the research and development, work with the teams in, in their business to manage those expectations. So, yeah, I think there's quite a lot that has caused that. A lot of unsettled economies across the world and, and a lot of unsettled political agendas going on as well. And it's navigating through that. You know, it's unprecedented, but I think certainly the best advice coming out of that is is take procurement seriously. And we've seen a number of businesses that their reputation has been shot as a result of not not foreseeing risks and not foreseeing impacts early enough. And a good procurement professional will always tell you, you know, be, have have a good control over over your spend. You know, understand which of your spends are the most critical, the most strategic, the most important. You know, have you got plans and strategies in place? Are you managing the risks with those categories? Everyone is aware of the global issues going on, you know, unless you've had your head in the sand for a year or two, everyone's aware of those issues. So it's about understanding how are my suppliers dealing with that and what are their risk mitigations in, in place? So don't be complacent, I think is is the word, you know, and, and it doesn't matter if you're a procurement professional or if you're just a, you know, if you're a finance director or if you're an admin support person or, or whatever, if you're responsible for contracts in your organization, don't be complacent, you know, manage them. And sometimes it's just about having the visibility. What are the most important contracts, both in terms of value, but also in terms of risk and exposure? Sometimes it's not always the high value contract, the, the issue. It, it, they can You can have low value contracts, 
that represent a high risk and exposure that could cause major issues for your organization if those suppliers fail or if that supply chain is blocked or whatever. So have that visibility, understand the risks, try and put those strategies in place. And if you need advice, then we're here to help with that. Thanks, Nathan. Definitely some uh, very good tips there. With that in mind, can you identify any changes that might be coming this year, Rob? So I think there's um, there's definitely some big changes happening in terms of public sector procurement. You know, there's we're anticipating PCR 2015 updates again on, in terms of how that's going to be changing post-Brexit. But latest news now from the government uh, is that that's going to be pushed back till 2023 and that came out a couple of months ago so we are you know we're waiting anticipating to see what those kind of the macro level changes for public procurement are i think one of the things that i guess is a, a question for me is people's capacity and i think that's something that we've got to be really careful of in procurement and supply chain because a lot of the stuff we do deal with is that we have kind of two groups of customers i guess that we deal with and some are professional procurement people who are just in that job doing procurement and others are procurement is a part of their job it's a, the last part on their um, job description kind of thing you know oh and you also should be buying all the stuff that we that we need and i think what we've got to be aware of is there's this impact of covid has caused people to be generally i think tired and worn down and you know the number of people i've spoken to over the last few months where you know, they're not operating at 100 percent they're operating somewhere around 80%. And so I think there is a piece in there around how do we support people and, and help people to prioritise the right things. I think that is a real challenge for, for people generally doing procurement at the moment. My hope is that over the course of this year, people's capacity will get back to where it was previously. And so they'll be able to spend that little bit more time thinking about procurement if, that, if that's not their main day job. And also because it's been so busy and people have been shifted around within organisations, etc., those that are responsible for doing procurement uh, will have that time to think a little bit more strategically about what they're trying to do rather than much more short-term tactical operational type activity around procurement. So I think there's that's an aspect that I think we've got to be careful and think, and think about when we're talking to people. I talk all the time about procurement is a, is a people thing. And actually, you know, we've got to make sure we're looking after our people and, and looking out for our people, not just in our organisation, but the people that we work with as well. So I think that's something that I see hopefully changing, that people will feel hopefully like it gets back to more normality during the rest of 2022, that people's capacity will, will improve and they'll almost have that time to rest and recover from what we've been through, because I don't think we're going to underestimate the impact of that over the last um, kind of 21 months or so. And then I think more broadly, go back onto the kind of macros picture, I think environmental impact and, and environmental issues are going to become more and more crucial in the way that organisations differentiate themselves. You know, so actually, if you're trying to set yourself up with some kind of you know unique selling point as an entity, actually the way in which you do procurement can be a real identifier or a way of, of creating that USP for yourselves as an organisation by thinking about the environmental impact and the social value that you that you create as an organization and through the the way in which you interact with others as well so those are certainly certainly two ways i think that are that are very important for people to think about i would say again organizations that have been particularly badly impacted by covid i'd hope they'd start to see more opportunity to start to think in that strategic and long term 
I think we will continue to see over the next kind of six months or so organizations that struggle, that have struggled all through COVID. And uh, I think levels of debt within organizations will be a, a significant factor as well. There is a lot of debt that's been placed in businesses. I think I was reading a statistic the other week, just in, in South Wales, there's something like £1.7 billion worth of debt has been taken on by businesses in South Wales over the co- over the period of COVID. That's an awful lot of debt to carry. And so I think there will be challenges within that, and that's going to apply create pressure on smaller businesses and local businesses in terms of how do they manage their costs. Um, so I think that, is, again, is, is another trend that we'll potentially see over the next few months and uh, as we move forward into 2022. Absolutely. Thanks, Rob. Nathan, you touched on um, digitalization. Do you think that will be the main um, change for the coming year? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's ever-evolving and uh, certainly I think is. You know, we've seen a shift to remote working. We've seen a shift to touchless um, of working in, in that regard. So I think certainly digital procurement will enable businesses to create efficiency and, and effectiveness as to, as to how they procure. And this is off the back of obviously, you know, a lot of organizations having to become more efficient and having to reduce in sort of profits and, and, and issues with, you know, maintaining that same level of business that they may have had pre pandemic so i think certainly digital procurement is is one of those areas where you know certainly i can see that growing over you know the next year again you know as rob mentioned supply chain resilience is is a key theme you know in, into 22 i don't think we're going to see you know the supply chains bouncing back anytime soon i think it's going to continue well into 22 certainly strategies around that and digital procurement can be part of that is to try and manage that as best as possible you see the risks um, up front uh, as much as possible so yeah it's going to be an interesting uh, year we'll see what happens over the course of the next few months is yeah so how can organizations prepare themselves and keep up to date with the trends do you think rob what what are the ways they can do that looked at the challenges i I think there's a massive opportunity for procurement over the next 12 months i think we're starting to see that already organizations seeing the value of it organizations need to take procurement seriously i think is the first thing I, i would say so you have to have a procurement strategy you know lots of organizations aren't just going to sell their way out of this situation they're going to have to look at how they're managing their costs as well i think that's that's going to be critical for them and you know that's certainly something that that we see that we're an area we can support with organizations in terms of you know looking at their cost base and looking at how they can control their costs that enables them to be able to then resource the potential opportunities and growth that 2022 we feel we'll have so i think that's that's critical i think that strategy and that planning ahead understanding where you're spending money what where you need to spend, where's optional, how you can control that. Knowing your contracts and and understanding your relationships with your suppliers, I think is critical as well. I think just looking at how do you leverage what you spend and where you spend it. So making the most of that, both in terms of creating value for yourselves, but also creating value for others. And there's opportunities within that as well, as I said earlier, around differentiation in terms of making yourself stand out as a, as a business by being that. And I've talked in previous podcasts about us looking at, um, or in the process of becoming a B Corp, and that for us is a is a way of differentiating ourselves and, and saying you know, we have a purpose which is beyond profit, you know, and actually as part of that purpose, there are environmental aspects to that, there are social value aspects to that in terms of how we conduct ourselves as an organisation, who we want to engage with as an organisation. And I think other organisations, I think we'll see, a groundswell of change 
in the types of organizations. Definitely there are businesses that have made an awful lot of money on the back of COVID, regular deliveries to my, uh, to my, to my door when I'm working from home from uh, certainly from somebody one organization has made a, a fair amount of money over the last 21 months and it's going to be interesting to see how those types of organizations respond to social value and how do they build that and how do they show that and demonstrate that with the profits that they're generating um, and i think there's going to be a call for businesses that are making significant profits to be able to demonstrate that they're actually doing that in a way which is good for society and not just good for shareholders so you know procurement i think has a, has a strong part to play in that Brilliant. Thanks, Rob. Nathan, you got any um, New Year procurement tips for organisations out there? Yeah, uh, absolutely, Emma. I think, uh, you know, Rob's uh, covered quite a few good things there. I think for me, I would advise take an honest look at, at your procurement maturity. Doesn't matter whether you're a small business, whether you're a, um, you know, a single primary school, whether you're a you know, a large business or a multi-academy trust, you know, whatever size organization you are, take an honest view. There's an opportunity. We often say new year, new opportunities. As Rob says, don't underestimate procurement. Take it seriously. You know, the impact it can have, particularly, you know, when it comes to certain core categories of procurement. I give one example, which is, you know, if, if you're a school and, and there's a potential supply chain issue with your school catering provider, you know, that, that has the potential to shut you down, you know, for a week if, if there is issues there. So take procurement seriously, as Rob said, and have an honest look at what is our procurement maturity. You know, one, one of the things that we do with organisations is we, we help to do a, an assessment on procurement maturity across various different aspects of procurement. You know, you may be very strong when it comes to tendering practice, for example. You know, you may be very good at evaluating suppliers, negotiating prices. But but actually, you might be very weak in then sort of managing those contracts and and holding those suppliers to account and, you know, managing issues and managing risks through that. And part of that maturity of procurement is it covers quite a few different aspects of procurement. You know, as mentioned, social value and and sustainability is is going to be increasingly important, particularly from the perspective of of the consumer and and the service users of the services that provided by various organisations. You know, that they're going to want to know where things come from. They're going to want to know how have they been ethically sourced. And I think, again, that's about taking an honest look at the supply chain and going, okay, what are the type of suppliers we're working with? You know, where are we sourcing these goods and services? Where are they sourcing these goods and services? You know, and so I think there's there's quite a lot to look at. But take the new year, take it as a new example. And, you know, uh, I often say eat an elephant a slice at a time, just do a little thing. The first thing you could do is just compile a list of all your contracts, understand from that, then what's the value of those contracts? When do those contracts expire? So we have a great contracts register tool. It's online. It's very easy to to, to use. And that just helps uh, pull together what we call a contracts register. And that gives you great visibility to understand exactly what, what am I buying as an organization? When do those contracts expire? Who are those contracts with? What's the value of those contracts? And then also... What's the risk of those contracts? You know, if that contract was to fail, if that supplier was to come to you and say, look, we can't do anything for the next two months because we've got supply chain issues, has that got the potential to be a real issue in this year? So I think, firstly, get that visibility of what your uh, contracts are and what your risks are. And then I would say start putting together some strategies around that. So if you think there's a weakness in any of those contracts, if you think there is an opportunity, if you think you're paying too much, 
if you think there's a, an opportunity to save money, and again, a lot of organizations are, are looking at procurement as a way of saving money and, and um, decreasing costs, then again, you can do that because you've got the visibility of the contract. So I guess that would be my top tip, New Year resolution for 22. Get yourself a contract register pulled together, look at your spend and start analysing that spend. And if you need some help with that, then come and talk to us. We're here. We're able to support that. And like I say, we've got some great tools and uh, solutions that, that can help with that. Absolutely. Thanks, Nathan. Yeah, definitely get in touch if you need any uh, extra information. And thank you both for a very interesting insight into procurement trends over the last year and um, what changes might be coming. If you want to find out more about our fantastic speakers, they're on LinkedIn, so they'd be more than happy to connect with you. We hope you enjoyed this and found it useful. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.